0: A crackdown man, a witch woman, a guy that can send himself fire. Are right. you blind? <laughs> and she's like, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are in line for a popcorn. Hey, third person in line. What kind of popcorn do you want? <laughs> yeah. I'm you- gonna quit. I'm gonna right. my resignation, bro. And you're a better toilet fixer than we know.
1: Welcome to the Hammer Barrel Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Robert Bury, Joined, as always, by... This is Rowan. John Lee. And for the first time ever... Oh,
2: God.
0: <laughs>
1: Adam Halverson. We are live at ECCC 2018. Nah, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, you're giving me non, non-verbal cues, but I don't care. Um, we are going to be discussing the con so far, what we liked about it, what we didn't, the surprises and everything in between. Um before we get to that though, um as always you can follow us online. Um go to Twitter. Um generally actually if you want to hear most from us, go to my Twitter, which is at Robert David burry Um we also are on Facebook at facebook.com slash hammerbarrow um as well as soundcloud.com slash hammerbarrow.
3: Do you, do you have something to say, Roman? No, I just really enjoyed John Lee giving you a heavy side right. eye on that Twitter comment there. No, I mean,
1: it's the only place I post, and no one else does anything for us, so Excuse if you oh, want in for what? me...
3: Sh- sh- shut up, John. Hey, I, 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 I make you
1: graphics. You do make me graphics that I use I do. on Twitter at twitter.com Second slash robertdavidbury. Twitter, <laughs> yes, yeah, Twitter posts. Yeah, you my Twitter from my Twitter <laughs> Um, Yes. So (laughs) first we're going to kind of uh, talk about kind of the just like things that stood out to us this year that have been kind of different than uh, past years. Um, One of the things that I noticed that I thought was it it was very present immediately off the bat was uh, the increased security. Yeah, that was true. There was just tons of uh, policemen. uh, Sniffer dogs. Sniffer dogs, like all this different stuff that I was just super surprised that they were um as prevalent as they haven't because literally i've never seen there was like seattle pd here this year and i've never seen anything besides just like you know security guards that obviously work for the
3: convention center yeah i mean i think it's a sign of the times and how things have been going recently and you know current debates that are happening but it was definitely kind of alarming to walk in on that and i mean I feel like I personally got adjusted to it pretty quick, but it was definitely a moment of like, oh, okay.
1: There's like a weird sense of like security, but also like the acknowledgement that something could happen. So it's like a like weird double-edged sword in that regard is what I
0: felt like.
2: Yeah, it makes you feel far more alert than you uh, yeah. than you normally would be.
0: I wasn't really bothered by it. Like you guys brought it up. and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're there. It's the, the, really, the sniffer dogs were just kind of like, like, okay, sniffer dogs. That's That's neat. Yeah. I, like, I'm assuming they're just looking for pot or something like that. Why Nothing harmful. Even,
2: <laughs> like, I, I why highly they doubt they had them there for, for, for drugs. Now. They were not looking for drugs. Yeah. yeah. Why would they even be yeah. there for pot? Pot's, yeah, legal. pot's legal here. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that's, why like, that's why I was like, you know, harmless thing. Like, all right, sniffer dog. Yeah. But like, you point out the cops. So I was like, all right, I'll let that sink in for a little bit, but I'll, for you know, live and forget. <laughs> John
3: gallops off to the artist alley. <laughs>
0: <Hey-haw>! <laughs> yeah. John's just.
1: Be lining straight for that. Um, Something you were talking about earlier, which um, was cool, was kind of one of the standout things, was there's a lot more diverse panels.
3: Yeah, I I thought that was interesting. Like, I think mostly I was aware of it from the fact, you know, coming from here five years ago when my first time here, I thought there was a lot more diverse panels. Um, There's a lot of panels about minorities, and like, especially this year, there was a lot of panels about like the queer community within nerd culture and writing, and I thought that was really cool. Um, and I also noticed that, like, just the the diversity within the actual community has grown over the last five years. Um, in particular, to like, just say it, like, it's less white than it was five years ago, for totally. sure.
1: Well, and I think it's interesting there's a lot more, like, uh, gender equality with it, too, because I think out of all the panels I was in, there was only once where there is more more
3: males than females. Yeah, I think I only had one panel where it was all men, and multiple
2: panels where it was all women. It was, yeah, it was totally. pretty.
0: Yeah, it was very. It's very welcoming. Yeah. convention. I didn't really feel like anyone was excluded. There was no like bro mentality or nothing. Well,
1: and there's even a lot of diversity within the panel. Like uh, one of the podcasting ones we went to, there was, you know, people who had just started a podcast. There was ones who were super successful, like they worked for Penny Arcade, who were obviously successful. So it's like diversity and even just the level of skill you know not necessarily like skill skill but you know acknowledgement by the community too right like professional
3: and amateur and yeah yeah
1: but i thought those are all
3: pretty cool yeah i thought that was really neat i think that really helped bring the vibe of emerald city as a very community oriented convention
1: yeah um lots of like uh diversity in cosplay too just like i mean ton of black panther oh which is awesome Mm mm-hmm I um, mean, really, like, it's it's funny how fast those things can come out, too, now, with, like, because you see a lot of those, like, the skin-tight suits with, for especially Black Panther, but there was even, I saw
3: um, a ton of Shuri's. Yeah, yeah, a lot of his sister, yeah. Yeah, a lot of Cherie was very popular this yeah. year.
0: I saw quite a few of his mom, too. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. a lot of different, like, women dressed as his mom is, like, that's cool. Her, that's she bad. had, like,
3: such a distinctive costume in the movie that made it really mm-hmm. easy to do that. I think I saw a couple of Killmongers as well as like, Yeah I, had, yeah like, yeah
0: some guy there was actually some guy walking around with actual like, like the, tattoo-y looking yeah, the, like, scars. The, oh really? Do
3: the cool. fake scar scarification. It was awesome.
0: Yeah.
3: Um
1: yeah, a lot of uh there's some really good Thor uh Ragnarok stuff, a lot of Voltron, which I thought was
3: really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, especially well. with the Voltron stuff happening in the release of the new season coming out. Yeah, Voltron and he had sort of- like
0: most of the cast here
3: yeah most of the cast it was sort of like a very big voltron community this 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 time around i thought that we saw a lot of valkyrie from uh ragnarok as well
0: hmm.
3: like she was very popular i didn't
0: see any but the pictures
3: you showed like really good yeah they were really they, spot they were on really spot on and like i actually really enjoyed seeing the thor ragnarok version Oh, versus the original. Right, but also just like also Thor's presentation in Ragnarok, like the cosplay of just Thor himself. Like Uh, instead of just like the classic like Thor look, but going with the like sort of like gladiatorial face paint with the like bright Saturated primary colors.
0: It's weird because, like, in my mind, I think I just kind of filter all the new stuff out, and I just kind of, I just kind of focus on all the cosplays that I expect to see, right? Like, like the Ronald McDonald Thor, uh, <laughs> Deadpool this, Deadpool that. Uh, so many, you know, things. you know what I mean? Like, it's like I, I think, I think I just wasn't noticing any of the new. The new good stuff, you oh, but know. what there's I There's
2: mean? so much of it. No, no, no.
0: Year. I'm not saying that they weren't good. I'm just saying I just was just checking out. You know, right? No,
3: that's fair. I mean, like, there's certain expectations of what will happen at a con for nah. cosplays, and you know, we we did get a lot of those this year. We got a lot of Deadpool's, mm. um, a lot of Harleys as usual, yeah, um, and then well, Spider Gwen was really popular this year Spider-Gwen as well. Super popular. A lot, yeah. good, a lot of good ones, but like, they were really good. Yeah, were good. Like, mm-hmm. I really particularly like the ones that would. And do the Spider-Gwen Venom.
0: Oh, yeah, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, was yeah. the
3: claws and the...
0: Spot on. Uh, I didn't see a lot of Gwenpool. I did see one. She was a bigger girl, but you know what? She rocked it. Like, I was yeah. like, that's a really good costume. Really well made. Like, no one can knock on
3: her for that.
2: Did you like... even notice all the Hellas that were there this time? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would not want to move through the crowd with those headpieces. A lot of
3: Loki, too. Yeah, and a lot of variety of Loki, too. I was seeing, like, yeah. Loki... Like the business suit Loki and the like armored Loki, a lot of femme Loki, a lot of fem Loki, which also th- we saw a lot of crystal gems of multiple mm. genders. Oh yeah, yeah, which was really cool.
0: Yeah, a lot, lot, lot of uh mixed gendered uh, cosplay. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, what, like I think the one cosplay I saw the most this year was Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, totally. And as we were walking, out, I saw one where it was reversed, where a guy was Kiki and a girl was Tombo, and I thought awesome. I was like, that's really cute. That's dope. <laughs> like, and they actually looked good. I was like,
3: good on you guys.
0: Yeah, sounds
2: awesome.
3: I think in the, that was one thing that I don't remember in previous years, but in the tower section on the third floor of the tower, um, there was a whole floor dedicated to cosplay. Uh, had like photo booths set up. There was, uh, I don't oh, remember the oh, makeup, yeah, 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 the makeup yeah. group, but they were there. They yeah, had that this they year. Have, they have like the repair or whatever right. section. Yeah. And then there was a lot of, I didn't go to any particularly, but there was a lot of panels about cosplay and not just like how to do it, but also like the culture of cosplay. There was a lot about like sexuality and gender ideas and diversity in cosplay. That was also there going back to that, like diversifying yeah. of the con, like that was really cool seeing that on the schedule.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of good stuff with that. Um, one of the things that, um, we kind of also want to talk about and i think is kind of like a big thing was um this is mine and john's fifth year of doing this and it's interesting kind of seeing the change because there was definitely like i feel like the first couple years we were here it was very like who are the guests coming and it was very focused on that and not as much um focused around like what was going on in the con it was like hey we've got this celebrity and this celebrity and that was definitely something that like 2 years ago kind of like fell in on them because they had a bunch of huge celebrities back out yeah. At the last second, there weren't a lot of like panels. Um, but over the last couple of years, it's been very much more like kind of a community focused thing. And they've done a really good job um, changing that with uh, just better panels, um, less guest focus. They have it, but they're integrating them more into it too. So it's not just like, hey, you're here for one day for this one person. You don't see as many of those. It's if the guest is here, they're here for the whole weekend kind of thing. Um, so I thought that was really cool. But one of the big things that we uh, interacted a lot with was the gaming. Section this year.
3: I mean, that was, I mean, personally, I thought interacting with the gaming community at this con was has been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I, I I never expect the uh, like coming to Emerald City for gaming to be good, but it always has been good. Right. Like they always do it right, treat it well. And I'm glad that it's been the past
1: couple years integrated into the same main building because it used to be in a separate building further away.
3: Right, which made it that community feel smaller and sort of like... More segregated. Segregated from the rest of it.
1: And it's funny because they basically... What used to be the gaming area that Sheridan that's down the street is now where all like the photo ops and the guest stuff is. So it's kind of nice because it's like, the people who just want to do that are over there. And they'll always go there to find that kind of thing. But then you're really letting the rest of the con interact with each other.
3: Yeah, like this year we... One thing that was really standout is that we did a... Several nights of Ultimate Werewolf. And we were able to play this this game of Ultimate Werewolf with the same people, plus new people every night. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the the two individuals who were uh, sort of putting this together was Ray and Ryan. And uh, they just were able to gather a nice group. And, I mean, we had, like, 15 to 25 people, depending on the game. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. And it
1: was funny, because the first night, we, there, we saw that there was, like, oh, there's, like, a social gaming area. So we went there, and we played a couple of games with a couple different people and they came and left. And then I think it was Ray came into our room and they're like, Oh, there's like an 18 plus area. And like, we're all playing a game. Do you want to join? We we're like, yeah, sure. And they had already had like 10 people when we joined in. So we added like an additional four and played. And it was hilarious because like, whenever like we all play a game together, we'll get, we'll get at each other. Cause like we have like a certain level <laughs> that we play at. And it was funny because <laughs> Rowan was really the first one to kind of go all in. And then I was starting to go all in. And then everyone else at the table started to go all in. So it was like this really good, like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> we just set the tone and it just became like really high you know, energy. And it just stayed like that the whole time.
3: Yeah. And also just the, the community, you know, like, you know, there's like some of the photos are now floating around Twitter and just a lot of people responding to this sort of like, positive interaction of engaging with other people that never met you know and um i think game that's
1: all about deception and lying
3: right and everyone (laughs) at the end of the night was like thanking each other for a fun time uh are you going to be there tomorrow um so i guess for anyone who's interested in coming to comic con like try it out like try meeting new people and trying these games because if if anything you don't know who or what experience you could get?
0: It was crazy to me how easy it was to get people, just like in just get pulled, get like well, honestly, night, Ray
1: like, Ray who is running it, she does a great job. Like, she's super charismatic. Yeah, her amazing as is that. awesome. Yeah, just pulling people in.
3: Hey, do you want to? What was her pitch? Yeah, her pitch was, Hey, uh, do you want to have a meaningless death? Yeah, come she's play good. werewolf with us. Yeah, it was awesome, <laughs> which is great. And we
1: got you know the second night we had a game of twenty people, which I've never played a game of werewolf that big. It's always like nine. I don't right. think I played
0: any game. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that's usually impossible yeah. there's just no way.
3: And it was great and it's just like the people came in and we even at the end of the night we had a bunch of people who came in and it looked like they were wanting to get in on the game but we were kind of at the last end of the night but instead of just leaving, they sat down and like watched and just engaged yeah. in the activity that the group was having you know it would have been great to have been able to pull them in. the game ran long but oh yeah like the last two games were like over an hour long each. yeah, but it was it's crazy. Just, it's so cool to see how. I mean, it always just to me the power of gaming is amazing.
2: There's no way I should have lived as long as I did in that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no. no way. Adam, Adam
3: two rounds time. in a row, you got bizarre, to be werewolf. werewolf and every. If you have never met Adam, Adam is a very guilty-looking person. Um, he gets, you <laughs> he, he, when non-guilty, you ask him a question and he looks guilty. Go yeah. ahead,
2: ask me right now. Are you the werewolf? I am. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's like it was funny because, like, on both nights, I honestly really wanted to leave because I just felt tired. Like, uh-huh. I didn't, like, I didn't really want to play anything. But, like, man, just like, you, like, you know, getting into it, it's like energy starts getting pumped up again, and you're just like, I want to, I want to win. I want, <laughs> I want to see someone lose. You know, and even just like when you know, just like I couldn't get in on the first game last night, but w- when I came in, like, you guys barely got too far into it yeah. i was just watching i was just so enthralled like oh shit like they're the werewolves like oh shit i didn't realize that this person was also a werewolf. I'm like wait who's this oh no no one's like revealing who their identity is like oh no <laughs> it's like, so enthralling
1: just to watch <laughs> when it was fun to see like the engagement of people there was a lot of people that were playing that had never played before but really were getting into it just based on i think that's you know quality of both ray as the host of it but like the other players like accepting everyone in to be crazy you know like rowan is always gonna be super out there i'm gonna be like very vocal as long as i don't get silenced the first round and killed the second round
2: i'm sorry about that sure sure sure
1: (laughs) um so there was it was just fun for that because then there were a lot of people who were new just getting into it so it was fun to see that kind of thing and get people like just to interact and it was really fun Mm -hmm. um moving on let's talk about some of the panel highlights and the panels we went to
2: Oh, one quick thing, uh, we did play one amazing game before, oh yeah, it was amazing it's uh, uh Hilapagos. Hilapagos. and uh yeah, you're stuck on a desert island and it's cooperative up until you run out of food and water at which point you start kind of trying to murder each other, and yes, there are cannibal cards.
0: It's so crazy how that game just like immediately turns into turning on each other
2: just oh. immediately,
1: oh oh yeah, well, I mean there was a, what was it was the turn where i uh, Rowan was playing something, and I was like, hey, um. You know, if we just let them die, I can get us out of here. <laughs> and it just... Which turned into a great turn of, like, all right, let's do this. And then Adam and Ro- uh, John having a response and being like, oh, we are going to die this round. And being like, all right, we're moving on. Uh, we're friends again, right? We're, we're good? We're good? <laughs> then to, like, two rounds later, us being like, all right, uh, let's kill him again. And Adam being like, uh, no, 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 no. Adam shoots me with a gun. I throw up a thing to block the bullet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Go back to,
1: hey, we are uh, all friends again. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, betrayal that you can instantly be countered and be like, Yes, I, yeah. you know, it was, yeah, the the gun fired on accident. You know, I didn't yeah, know what was going on. <laughs> like, Yeah, we just got to
0: live with this now. This, and is, that, uh, that that this is a is game that I want to play with a lot more people because it can go up to like 12. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, go up to 12. Last for, like, it ranks around 20 minutes long. It's so, so great. quick. Yeah.
3: It's just so, like, uh, yeah. We're talking about a well designed game to get what it wants out of you, which is like. <laughs> yeah, yeah what, like, what's the
1: tagline? It's, uh, It's like, everyone survives. It's, what is it?
3: Oh,
0: uh, Hit this part up.
1: <laughs> and I yeah. think
3: it was like cooperative until the food. Yeah, until someone food Until gone. the food runs out. Yeah, ah. actually, that is it.
0: Yeah, yeah cooperative game until the food runs out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was super fun. Oh, like. no. The cooperative game
3: up to a point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dot, 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 up to a point.
3: <laughs> so good. But, uh, so you were talking about panels. Yeah.
1: Do you guys have any specific ones that jump out immediately? You're well, I mean,
3: there's, there's, a, I mean, one like this has been one of the years that I have had to sacrifice panels yep. because I can't go to all the panels I want to go to yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, today, I think I want to give a call out to the D20 Dames. Uh, they're a live play D and D podcast. Actual play, actual play D and D podcast, um, and they did their first ever live play like. In, yeah. in front of my live, live recording in front of that yeah, was awesome and it was a lot of fun like they're 8 episodes in now to their campaign yeah
0: at uh, uh, the point of this one we're recording right now they said about 5 to 8
3: yeah
1: yeah, yeah cuz they I looked at theirs and they have kind of like uh pre like story episodes and then their like main story that they're doing um yeah that was awesome the thing was, was cool that like they set up a great one shot with just like uh it was like emerald forest
0: emerald forest convention or whatever yeah
1: so like they had a really like on topic one like all the like just the writing of the setup was really good um but also they did a lot of fun stuff with fan interaction in the crowd that was great uh they had this giant plush uh d20 that they kept rolling for a bunch of different scenarios they also pulled up
0: people a couple times which was awesome. people who specifically looked like characters in the story yeah which was awesome that was
1: funny like that was like such a great like it's like happened happenstance for them that like two people were perfect like they had a red shirt that they killed essentially and then they had a wizard and there was just a person with the wizard hat and their audience was like oh this is perfect
3: yeah uh cat who's the the game master for this uh, i think just really put together a really nice one-shot adventure it you know wasn't too serious one room encounter for like the one hour they had to do this this whole thing in mm-hmm. uh, built in some really fun like irk the eagle yeah torchbearer who's just, just super excited to do be doing his job
1: yeah. really wanted to help really out. sympathetic character really sympathetic it's mushed almost immediately
3: <laughs> rocks fall yeah. irk dies yeah. <laughs> um that was a great one so if you know if you get a chance you should check out the uh you know d20, d20 dames um if you like D, give them a them views. Yeah.
1: And the reason we went to their uh, live play today was because the previous day we went and saw a panel where they were talking about uh, D&D podcasting. And they're, like, they were there. Um, there was also Bitches and Liches and then the C-Team, um, which that panel was really cool. It was fun to hear about. Just different. Because that was one of the ones where it was like, you know, D20 Dames is just starting out. They don't have a ton of episodes. But then you have someone like the C-Team, who who it's Penny Arcade, um, run by would what would you? Uh, did you just cast a spell on me?
2: <laughs> yes, I did.
1: <laughs> and it just does some weird like motion on me. I don't even know <laughs> what it was. Um, but it's Penny Arcade uh, weekly uh, D and D podcast that they do like Twitch and stuff. So like you have like a very high level one and a very intro level one. So it was cool to kind of see the differences between those and kind of the information passing along between those two it was really cool.
3: Yeah, it was really cool to hear like how different podcasts handle it. Like uh liches and bitches and d20 dames do uh most of their recording via skype and they play and get their time together while the c team kind of does sort of a very critical role meet all in one spot and play at the table um i thought it was interesting also like the c team basically is doing it live every time they because they do it and their their gaming season lasts like seven months yeah. that's yeah, insane they were, like they doing, each, each season of time. their show lasts seven months once a week mm-hmm. and yeah. then but then like you know Lishes and Bitches and D20 Dames are recording bi-weekly bi-weekly but they also record their adventures and then long at a time and cut them up yeah and so it was really cool to hear how different people handle that that um, and one thing I real going back to di- diversity I thought it was really cool hearing like all about these role-playing live streams that was really female-centric
1: yeah, like, entirely female. Yeah, yeah, all of them were.
3: Yeah, it was great. For someone who, like, been playing D20 role-playing games since I was a child, like, and I would usually have maybe one or two women on a game if, I, if you know. It's really great to see so many people, especially, like, I think, like, the D20 games are talking about, like, they all got in in the last five years. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, just, that was
1: kind of a cool. Like, they were just talking about how much more accepting it is now and how that's, like, a really cool thing. Well, there, so was was a, awesome. there was a
0: lady in one of the panels that was, like, you know, like I've been playing since the '80s, and I never would have thought, like, I would be sitting in a panel where women, pop like popular women gamers, were gonna you know tell us about how to be popular, like, as you know, yeah, a podcast, a- like, as a D and yeah. D podcasters, like, that's really cool. Like, it's, it's it's really neat. Like, the times be a change. Change is coming. <laughs> um, do you want to
1: talk about the web comics panel you guys went to?
3: Yeah, so um, we went to a um, how to make money how to make money as a like artist on the internet panel um, as we are all creatives who want to make money on the internet. I need it. <laughs> we uh, we went to this great panel and it was um, a collection of creators who all make web comics as sort of the base of it, and uh, they sort of just told us about their life experiences. Yeah, like
0: um, the their their page is called oh joy sex toy
3: yeah erica moan yeah i I don't don't know how
0: the she pronounces her last name but like it was like really interesting how like like just her general backstory of being a lesbian uh marrying a man and just like how what they do is just they educate people through their comics about sex uh gender uh issues equality uh and just like what came through for them as they got more popular uh, not just financially, what they did, but like also just like how it affected their lives on the internet. Because, mm-hmm. like, because she even said that they had to hire a social media liaison uh, just to handle like all like their Twitter feeds and stuff like that. And just sounds like, man, that's like, that's, that's crazy. Like, that's, that, what a, like, what a life.
3: Yeah, no, like, that is. Th- just imagining because oh joy sex toy is like very popular that's yeah, super popular uh, if you haven't seen it and you are interested or open you know sexual exploration it's a great comic it's funny um really cute drawings um check it out but i think like yeah so the panel was run by um had Eric monan uh tess stone who does not drunk enough sarah gailey our super adventure. Um, and then uh, Aneth Hirish and Yuko Ota Who do Johnny Wonder and Lucky Penny And they all sort of talked about How their lives changed um, What they had to do to get To where they are now yeah. Which I mean Too long to didn't read is Lots of work well, I, 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 <laughs> I I liked how like, they talked about how they Approach their work
0: because They're online versus like how you would do it With an analog format like printed media And just like like oh you know like a story cannot be presented all at once on like a page in a co- like in printed format because that's the point of extra pages whereas online it has to be enough of a story to keep you interested and wait and i was like that was cool and also i like i like bring up Ojoy oh sex toy how they're they they do not claim that they're the number one like knowledgeable source of all sexual education but people treat them that way and, like, it actually causes issues of that, where, like, they're not presenting themselves to be this, but people want them to be that. And it's like, and how that, that like the fan community can become toxic because of, like, the, how they want to mm. view them. And it's like, that's... And th- that was kind of a bummer to hear.
3: Yeah, I also thought it was interesting. They talked a little bit about uh, being an independent and also working with a publishing company, because all mm-hmm. of these, all four of these uh, different publisher uh web comics were all going through was it oni oh the the
0: most of them was oni press that, that, yeah that, that panel. and so
3: and they were talking about how like the deals that they made with oni and what does it feel like like self-publishing versus publishing with a publisher which is always that having a publisher to handle your stuff is really nice um but self-publishing has its benefits as well um I remember there was at one point they were talking about like, like, how did you, like, one of the audience members, like, how did you get started? And one guy was like, uh, I believe it was Aneth said, I, Oh, yeah, I worked at this job from like, what was it? It was like a five to nine. Oh,
2: that was insane. It was like an eight hour, was, yeah, it was an eight hour shift with two hour commutes on either side uh-huh. and then go home and work on his, uh, his webcomic
3: for three or four for hours. Three or
2: four hours crash, go back to work for two hours, and then work for, you know, just crazy dedication. Yeah, and it
3: was just quickly highlighted as please don't kill yourselves. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, we're making that sound like a bummer, but it was really cool hearing other creatives talking about their process, and it was a great panel.
2: It was good to hear the positives and the pitfalls, Mm -hmm. and and how they dealt with them, so Uh it was just really nice.
1: Yeah, Um, One of, kind of, the other, like, main panels that me and john went to today was uh the twisted tunes um which is a now yearly basically um they grab a bunch of voice actors and they'll read a script um this year uh we had willy um, wonka willy wonka um they had uh jeremy what's his last name uh,
0: i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right but i always say it was jeremy shada
1: yeah uh he plays finn on adventure time um, he was one of the voices. You also had Nolan North, who does a lot of video games.
0: He well, he mode. came in He came in as a surprise guest. Yeah, so he guest. was a
1: surprise guest, which was awesome, because um, he's known for, like, Nathan Drake in the Uncharted games. We also had Phil Lamar, who's Samurai Jack. Um, he's also Hermes uh, from Futurama. Uh, they had...
0: What they was, had the was... voice of Solid Snake named David something, but I can't remember. Yeah. If... Um, and then we had
1: uh, the guy who plays Ezekiel on The Walking Dead, but he also did uh, Cyborg in Teen Titans.
0: Yeah. It's it was int- like from the get go. I thought it was a really like odd cast because especially even before we knew Nolan North because all we knew was yeah all we, we all, all we had was like them minus Nolan North and it's like you know Phil Lamar. yeah totally, totally. Yeah, that he man has, has like plethora of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of characters underneath his belt uh you know the voice of Solid Snake yeah I know he does other work in video games I just don't know it yeah he definitely was the Troy Baker person like, yeah like from last year because last year Troy Baker
1: he's known for a lot of different especially in video games he plays a lot of characters but he doesn't necessarily do like a crazy number of like different voices like you had because we had uh who was the we had yakko what's his name oh I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember his name but like the guy who plays yakko he has like a ton of different like cartoon voices that he plays and so troy baker was like oh that's interesting but he had just the, the most spot on celebrity impressions yeah. he had jeff goldblum which was like really killer he had a christopher walken that was really good and that's kind of what that, the guy who was solid snake kind of became because he did michael kane he also
0: plays uh
1: King Shark on the yeah, flash. Yeah, King Shark on the flash. Which that was a funny one cuz he was always giving like one lines for those.
0: Yeah, but even like even like the guy, you know, guy who plays Ezekiel and voice of Cyborg. It's like, yeah, you're Ezekiel and Cyborg. I I don't really know what else you do. But he does he did a great Rafiki from Lion King. Yeah, awesome. Uh he out of nowhere he brought out Gandalf and I think he said he was practicing it for yeah, this. And it, was awesome. and it was solid. It was like on point. And like Jeremy Shada, like he's young. Like yeah, like his only really well known for playing Finn who's, like, really his own voice. Yeah. But he did surprise us by doing a really impressive Kermit the Frog impersonation. Really and <laughs> he like had it, a pretty good Stewie, too. He had a pretty good Stewie, but he was he didn't seem confident in it enough to, yeah, like, read slow. The Kermit the Frog slow. was super good. Yeah, super good Kermit. Uh, but yeah, the, with Nolan North coming in, that was a big oh, shock, because yeah. he's just, like, a Swiss Army knife. I was just like, yeah. anything you throw at him.
1: You had the Herbert the Pervert from Family Guy.
0: <laughs> uh, judge, uh just J- Jason, uh, Jason he, Statham. His, Jason Statham. Jason Statham was
1: so good. Like, I close your incredible. eyes and yeah. you're
0: just like, oh my God, Jason Statham's right here, yeah. right now. Was <laughs> so he had
1: a Gary Busey that was incredible. He like in because like, it was great because of how they did the shots because you have like two big screens and they had basically a picture of the rest of the table. And then off screen you don't see if you weren't like looking at screens, you wouldn't see what Nolan North was doing, but he like messed up his hair. And like the first
0: thing it cuts to him and you just see water flying out of his mouth. And it just goes in this Gary Busey impression. <laughs> he, he, had, like, water his, he had water in his mouth and it actually looked like he vomited yeah. on stage. And it's like, Oh shit. Did he, Oh yeah. wait, no, he's, oh, Gary he's, he's Gary Busey now. Busey God, right? God damn it. He's yeah. Gary Busey. Right yeah. now. <laughs> and it was
1: incredible. Like just everything he did. And just like, even in between the scenes, he was just talking of like, Oh man, like I just see the atoms of everything. <laughs> like just going to like these weird things. Um, and it was super good. Probably the highlight of it was there was a scene where Phil Lamar was both impersonating Obama oh. and Trump and having oh. an argument with those two people about the Oompa Loompas. It was probably just <laughs> the highlight of hearing them both like in their like cadences
0: talk about Oompa Loompas. And it was just incredible. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like a really good, really good show. Like really was really surprised that it turned out as well. Yeah, we definitely did. went into it because last year was incredible. Yeah, last year you had almost the entire cast of Animaniacs you had uh, Troy Baker who what is a Swiss Army knife of uh, yeah. impersonations He was very much like Nolan North and There's it was just yeah characters. and like that was that's hard to top but yeah, they did a pretty good job this year Um Moving on the next thing we're going to talk
1: about kind of just as a general thing and uh, each of us will kind of have our own shout outs um, just talking about Artist Alley in general um, which for those of you who don't know Artist Alley is basically where you see a lot of the Independent or kind of, you know, mid to, you know, smaller tiers of like a lot of web comics, a lot of artists, You even see a lot of uh, novels, novelists out there. Um, So it's a cool place to find out new comics. A lot of places where we buy art prints and stuff like that, that don't get, you know, the main kind of like front stuff like Oni Press or Dark Horse are going to get. A couple of things that I want to shout out that uh, I got this year that I thought were really cool is Harpy G by Brianne Dreward. Um, just a really cool comic. I generally like to, once you, you know, when we're here, buy a couple of comics just based on, you know, looking at them and saying, oh, I want to buy this, and you know, support the people there. Um, I also bought uh, Mystery Babylon uh, from Val Hockberg or Hochberg. um So I'm really excited to get into those and read those. Do you guys find anything
0: for yourselves? Um, I have two that kind of stand out in my mind. Uh, this one's kind of a cheat because I actually met him two years ago at uh, Emerald City, but he wasn't there last year. Uh, his name is Alfonso. Uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, Orozco, uh, maybe. Uh, he does a com- uh, a webcomic called I Wish. It's just about a genie that lives in the girl's phone. But, like, I love his art style. It's so bubbly. It's super cute. And uh, I remember chatting him up a lot two years ago, and I was really disappointed that he wasn't here last year because I wanted to buy, you know, his completed work, uh, which he has now. Uh and so when I got to meet him, I got to talk to him about it again. Uh, I really wanted to get a commission from him soon. Uh, but, like, just seeing his stuff and seeing that he was still around, doing the way he was doing, like, it, was, like, it felt really good just seeing that. Um, yeah, you worry
1: if you don't see people the next year. that.
0: Yeah, and then that, that has happened yeah. uh, this year, which is uh, a little disappointing, but she seems okay. Um, another one is he wasn't in Artist Alley. He was on the main floor for some reason. Uh, he goes by the name Tunamated. I've been following him for years. I knew he lived in the Seattle area. He never came to any of the conventions. And he this is his first year coming. And I was first super stoked. Is his first
1: convention ever.
0: Yeah, it's his first convention saying? ever. And I was, like, super stoked. Because, like, yeah, I've been following him for years. He has, like, this very Akira Toriyama Dragon Ball art style that I really love. That he that does with, like, a lot of uh, watercolor-y gua- uh, ink wash style. And, like, yeah, I love looking at his art. I got to tell him, like, I, like, love his art. Bought some of his art books. Like, yeah, bought some prints and, like, I was super stoked. It was really nice to see, you know, someone I appreciate online, you know, face-to-face. Do
1: you have any, Adam?
2: Oh, man. Uh, Artist Alley <laughs> was really tough this year because there's just so many. So many cards. My wallet right could not me. take it. Uh, I, I grabbed so many business cards to, uh, to follow people on, on the internet legitimately. <laughs> not in a creepy way. <laughs> uh, very creepy. But I bought uh, Girl by Kristen Goodsnook. And it just looks adorable. It's about a a woman who uh, is trying to balance regular life and her job, which happens to be being a henchperson. And uh, it just looks like it's going to be amazing. It's got all kinds of fun uh, comic book references in it, and I can't wait to read through it. Yeah,
0: she's also uh, also an artist I met a couple years back when she first released her first issue. I actually have... A variant of her first issue like i just didn't know where it was going to go but like i'm glad to see that she has a entire collected piece oh yeah this is the complete works of
2: uh of henchgirl the complete so. works of henchgirl <laughs> yeah you got some, rowan
3: yeah um so this year i found a new artist by the name of gavin gray valentine he's a local portland artist who his art style is peak rowan aesthetic um if you know me it's so like it's... super dark <laughs> super creepy fantasy fantasy uh a lot of his art is inspired by pacific northwest uh like mythology so he had stuff like the wendigo and skinwalkers and you know it's like i made a whole movie based on that stuff um really beautiful dark rich tones uh creepy artwork loved it um another one of my favorite artists was there hannah christensen um she has a very sort of uh watercolory, bright colors but does Really rich illustrations of fantasy um, I can't recommend her enough she's done stuff for Mouse Guard Legends and also uh, did stuff for uh, Arcadia Press she was part of the uh, Storyteller um, comic book series that they did um, she did a really great one about a Russian dragon slayer and her artwork is gorgeous and I say you should go look at her stuff it's awesome
1: um, one of the last things I want to talk about as far as like art before we kind of wrap it up and talk about, you know, what we're going to do next year. We found this uh, booth this year um, yeah. <laughs> that the, apparently they're pretty big. They go to New York and San Diego all the time. It's the first time in Emerald City and it's called Hero Complex Galaxy. Um, they have a bunch of full size posters of a lot of different like art and they're all screen printed and they look incredible. Me and John and adam each bought one um and john actually bought two um but Shh. if you are <laughs> if you are looking no one I, we are at not time. we are by no means sponsored by them but honestly like i'm so impressed by this quality of like poster art <laughs> the original art poster yeah original art. art and it's awesome so uh their website's hcgart.com they're awesome um i'm just gonna plug them just because i feel like it Cause it's incredible. Well-deserved. Like yeah. well-deserved. Yeah. Um, so good con this year. It's been yeah. awesome. Um, moving forward, what are some kind of things that you think you guys would want to change?
2: I am never not bringing a backpack again. Like I, I brought just a little camera bag Yeah, that and was unfortunate to watch. <laughs> yeah, it was unfortunate. I would have needed at least five, maybe six hands, uh, but a backpack would be way easier
0: on the plus side it did uh, limit you from buying things oh it saved I'm my sure. wallet
2: so much
3: <laughs> um i think now that the con's doing four days and if they continue to do four days to get my shopping done on the first day yeah i agree with that uh, just the crowd gets so yeah. big it was
1: like oh man we're getting so much done this first day yeah nigga, to get the plants are buying stuff second day oh no there's so many people now it's just taking so much longer have just done this yesterday there's no reason we shouldn't have
3: yeah yeah for sure like just yeah get the shopping done out of the way
1: spend your budget move on <laughs> yeah give yourself more time for panels too like if you get that done it's nice
0: yeah personally for me i think i just need to like really look at panels more like i I do but i don't really like hold myself to schedules mm-hmm. i end up like because i usually i don't really go for anything in particular when i come to emerald city i just come for the experience and the community like, I just kind of, like, I'm just happy to be standing where I am right now at this, like, convention. But uh, I, I think I do need to take advantage of the panels a lot better than I
3: normally do. That's about it. Yeah. It's good, Colin. Yeah, I think this year we was really, really good. I think one thing that I'll definitely do next year, I want to take more cosplay photography. Um, I really like the art of cosplay. And as a photographer, I want to sort of, like, experience that through photography. Um, but I always seize up when I'm around, like, I know a lot of the cosplayers are there and they want to be photographed, but like just bridging that moment is hard. So I think that one thing that will help me in the future is like actually bringing like photographer cards where I'm like, I want to take your photo. You can find your photo or contact me for this photo through this means. Right. So it's not just like fanboying on someone. It's like, I legitimately want to offer my services in this moment.
2: Um, I don't, think don't, that do say just... that though. That sounds
1: really weird. That
2: freezing room, freezing. man, I really <laughs> no, appreciate man.
0: the way you frame your upper body. I
3: love it. If you just like accept my uh, service. <laughs> speaking speaking of, I'm gonna give a call to a cosplayer today who was dressed as one of the police officers from Fifth Element with the Coca Cola. Are you serious?
1: Oh yeah, you guys. Oh,
2: should, you should see the, the, the picture uh, later. I'll yeah, show you the good. picture. It's, oh man, it's legit. That is my favorite movie of all time.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, any parting words, people? Go to Comic Con. Go, Go to Comic Con. Go to Comic-Con. Yeah. any Comic Con
2: and, yeah. and friggin' talk to people, you know, just engage as much as you can because yeah. just engage in any way you can. It's always worth yeah. it.
3: <laughs> always worth it. Yeah. They're your peers. Yeah, it's it's great, and I'm so glad. Seeing this year just made me feel really ecstatic for next year. I think that if it keeps with this as community, long as we can get tickets. yeah, yeah, <laughs> make sure you buy. I'm by my wizardry. Yeah. Buy and get your tickets. Yeah. Cool. Cool.
0: Cool. That's about it. Thanks, folks. Have a good night, guys.
2: Good night. (laughs)